realize that five hours of our life we will never get back. It was so much. It's so much 90 days. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm tired. Between Sunday night and last night, today is Tuesday, June 9th. We are coming off of three hours of tell-all plus two hours of the new season of 90 Day Fiance the other way. And the tell-all's not even done. Not even done yet. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Reality Bites. It's Megan and Jay. You're going to get... Two episodes from us today, which means you're getting three episodes from us this week. That's crazy. And yeah, yesterday after I just said, I can't do three podcasts a week because we have full-time jobs. I feel like TLC's been talking to our bosses who are always trying to get us to do more podcasts. Yeah. They're like, oh, we got you. (laughs) Like, no problem. Let's see how they handle this. So last night, I knew that the the part two of the tell-all was going to start at 8, and then at 9 o'clock, we were starting the new season of The Other Way. You will be shocked to hear that I did not consume a single drop of alcohol because I knew that if I started at 8, I would never make it till 11. Three hours is a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Especially as fast as I drink. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so even without alcohol, though, about 10.30 last night, I was starting to hit the wall. So I think I remember everything that happened i know i've said that before but we'll we'll see how see how it goes so in this episode all we're going to cover is part two of the tell-all and then we'll go ahead and wrap that up until they give us this bonus episode whatever this bonus episode is going to be and where we pick up last night it's right where avery is about to blow tom's cover oh my gosh and just when i'm like okay that's a little shady. Then we find out there's even more to the story. The shade that happened after that, I was actually a little surprised. I was like, wait a minute. Whoa. So as we were leaving off in the episode from Sunday night, we see Tom getting very upset mm-hmm. because Avery is joining the conversation between Tom and Darcy. And Tom knows that Avery is about to say, by the way, it's pretty shady that as soon as you found out that Ash and I broke up, you were sliding into my DMs telling me that you think I'm attractive and I might be your type and I might not be your type and and that's where Tom messed up because if Tom were reaching out to other cast members just in an effort to network then he never would have brought up you're attractive I might be your type I might not but he instantly took it to that level when he said that right because his defense to Avery was well I reached out to Lisa Lisa and I had dinner together I told her she looked nice <laughs> but he didn't tell her hey I might be your type baby girl lisa i may not also lisa is in fact married to usman that's true so what happens is avery says you sent screenshots to ash and told him that i had accepted your dinner date offer only to then kind of be like "Mm, nothing's really gonna happen between us but i'm happy to meet up and have dinner if you happen to be in the city whatever whatever Tom then fires back, that's not true, I never sent screenshots, and then all of a sudden, we find out... Ashley's sitting there real quiet the whole time. Oh, yeah. They actually ask him, Ash, do you have, did he send you screenshots? And Ash says... Uh, nah, that never happened. Right. So Ash is the one who lied to Avery. Oh, my gosh. Ash is the one who said, I saw the screenshots. I know that you're already trying to move on with Tom two days after we've split up, which is not true. Ash never saw screenshots. But then I also wonder, why did Tom reach out to Ash and be like, hey, just so you know, your ex-girlfriend who you just broke up with said that she would meet me for dinner 
Yeah, it's weird. So I don't know exactly how that conversation went down. Now, it is very common amongst the bro code to be like, hey, if you're about to go out with somebody X's ex, especially recent ex, you kind of ask like, yo, is it cool if I date or talk to such and such? If we go have dinner together. Yeah, that's very common in the bro code. Okay. But it wouldn't be so common for the bro code if Tom said, oh, well, your ex already said yes to me. I'm just checking in with you. Usually you ask before. Right. Before you even ask the question, would you like to have dinner? Or you at least pose it as if you are. Like you could have probably already asked and found out that it's going to be a go with the ex, but you at least pose it to the other person. Like, hey, I just want to make sure I want to ask your girl out, your ex girl out. Is it okay? Yeah. So that's shady enough, right? It's shady enough that Tom says to Ash, hey, just so you know, Avery has, has, wants to have dinner and, you know, is, I just want you to know, I know you guys just broke up, but Tom is almost making it seem like Avery's the one who initiated it. She can't resist all this. Right. <laughs> so you can tell then that Avery's kind of like, okay, hold the phone. Ash, you straight up lied, lied to my face and told me that you had seen screenshots that Tom had sent you. Out of nowhere, Lisa chimes in saying that Avery owes Tom an apology for <laughs> falsely accusing him. It's like, no, 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 Ash, you owe Tom an apology. Ash, you should be apologizing for Tom for throwing him under the bus and claiming that you had seen something you had not seen. So that frustrates me that of all people, first of all, Lisa is the right. one telling a female that she owes an apology to a male for her behavior. And second of all, Avery doesn't need to apologize to Tom. Ash needs to apologize Ash to Tom. Ash definitely needs to apologize to Tom. I would say it is also very odd that Tom got very defensive very quickly about Avery stepping in. So he must have at least felt guilty about something. He must have knew that something was not right about what he did because right. it wasn't like, okay, fine. You want to say it, Ash? Go ahead. I'm guessing that when Avery was like, this feels icky. I'm not trying to date you. You're, you're a cast member, but I don't know you in real life. And this just does not feel right to me. I'm guessing, knowing what we know about Avery, I'm guessing she kind of put him in his place and was kind of like, does Darcy know that you're trying to talk to other cast members on the show but even that is not the most shocking part <laughs> because then in the very next scene we find out that tom has also hit on stephanie yes and then he's so unapologetic and like, he's like continuing to to hit on stephanie actually during the tell-all he's like yo steph what's hey, up what's going on and the funny thing to me is that Stephanie, who's trying to completely downplay this and like stay out of the drama, is so kind of uncharacteristic for her. Like, I really expected her to jump in and be like, yeah, Tom, it's not cool for you to do that to Darcy. It was strange to me how she was oddly quiet. She's very. And that makes me think maybe she's complicit in this and that oh, they did flirt back and forth. And she's trying to be like, yeah, no, 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 I don't want to talk about this. This is getting out of control. Out of control. <laughs> So I think the reason Stephanie doesn't want anything to do with it is because she's already been accused of being not bisexual and not really being into girls. So if, in fact, she was flirting with Tom, that would not look good for her. Not to mention poor Darcy, who is having to find out in real time that Tom has been flirting with, with not everybody. one, but Two of the other cast members, I really felt for Darcy because I think that's a that's a horrible way to find out. 
And B, it just sheds light on how disingenuous and insincere and inauthentic he has been this entire time. Because he, sw- he, he switches on a dime. Like, yeah. he will be very like, oh, you know, it could have been, and I think, and oh, And I man. was in love with Darcy. I did love Darcy. I will always have love for Darcy. But hey, like, Steph, well, how you doing over there, Steph? Yeah. <laughs> it's like crazy. So icky. It's so icky. And Tom, by the way, just lighting a cigarette, smoking on TV. It's like, Tom, I get that in the UK. It is much more acceptable and appropriate to smoke in public and whatnot but like it was really strange to me to see somebody smoking on tv because you really don't see that That's anymore that like ever true, ever so long story short poor darcy who i think i i felt like i was like you could tell that she was just visibly like shaking almost a little bit and she was trying to keep that kind of stiff upper lip kind of like i'm empowered i don't need him i don't care this you know she kept repeating well this is what he does now you guys are really seeing the real tom but you can tell it also kind of bothered her a little bit because he's showing this attention to these other cast members he's actually making time for baby girl lisa to actually go out to eat when she couldn't even get a phone call on her birthday and on top of that darcy's 45 and avery and stephanie are much younger so to hear that he's hitting on them and asking them to have dinner and trying to flirt with them that also can't feel good and i do kind of understand that when when you're on a show like this you almost feel like you're part of a club yeah definitely and you want to network with the other cast members because especially coming into something like a tell-all you want to have some allies yes you want to have some people that you know you're on good terms with who aren't gonna attack you or try to like make you look bad so i do understand trying to make nice with other cast members and befriend them but as I've said all along, I think Tom is all about Tom, as evidenced by what we saw last night, and is just trying to stay on the show. And I think he thought, oh, if I start a relationship with Avery or Steph, then we will definitely continue with this franchise. Right, exactly. I can still get my K-1 visa at some point. <sighs> it's just disappointing, too, because I think initially we did all kind of like Tom. I mean, when Tom, when Darcy initially went over to the UK and he got the Airbnb and I think we did kind of like him as the person who stepped in and tried to help Darcy through all the tough times she went through with Jesse and was a good friend to her. And then to see the way this is all kind of played out just feels kind of sad, icky and gross and sad. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to say it. So then we move on to Lisa and Usman. Okay. Oh, boy. Now, let me start by saying that what we saw on the tell-all last night was edited, and there is a big part of the story that was edited out. Okay. So, we pick up with Lisa and Usman, and they are still kind of arguing back and forth over these girls and the way Usman interacts with girls on social media. And then the topic turns to the fact that in Usman's culture, it is perfectly normal to take another wife. And he flat out says that if Lisa cannot give him a child, yes, he plans to take another wife. And I thought Lisa was going to lose her mind. She loses her mind for just about anything and everything else. But apparently this is something that she is kind of okay with. It's the one point of understanding in her entire being, which I don't understand. I don't understand. It's crazy because I think in Lisa's mind she has justified it as, oh, this woman will only be used as a surrogate. Exactly. And she's not viewing it as, oh, no, 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 no. This will very much be 
a second wife. And Lisa's like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I also don't think she thinks that he will be able to take a second wife because he can't provide for her. And in order to be able for him to do that, he has to prove that he can fully support wife number one. Right. So Lisa is to everyone's surprise, very well aware that there could potentially be a second wife and seems to be have her own justification, at least, as to how this is going to work and how she's going to reconcile and be okay with it. And uh, to your point, she doesn't believe she's going to be a second wife because in the United States, you can't have more than one wife or husband. They don't recognize multiple So for her, I think in her mindset, because people kept saying, no, no, he's going to have another wife. And she kept saying, ah, she's not really a real wife. And they're like, no, it is. Yes, in his culture, it would definitely be a second wife. But so far as the United States and their marriage isn't recognized in the United States anyway. Because they haven't gotten legally married here. Right. So even if he does take a second wife in Nigeria, okay, that's fine for Nigeria. Nigeria, but for the United States, she would be the one and only wife. So she is partially correct in what she's saying, that she would be the one and only wife. But it's, I don't know, just still feels like eh, it's not going to quite work out the way she thinks it is. Well, and as, and everyone points out, as jealous as she gets over oh, him. Emojis. Yeah, talking to girls on social media. How is she going to be okay with him sleeping with another woman, <laughs> spending time with another woman, a child that is the product, product of their marriage? And then Usman says that this woman will live in Nigeria and has to be from his village and that he will live there with the second wife. I mean, that's where he's at. So why? So then why marry Lisa if you have no plans on moving to the United States? If you plan on living there with your second wife. He did say that he had no intention or plans of moving to the United States. And Lisa alluded to the fact that she might be thinking of making a permanent move to Nigeria, possibly. Okay. Well, that would be interesting. <laughs> um, so so there ensues a lot of fighting between Big Ed and Lisa. And this is seems to be this battle of who is the worst cast member. They're all trying to make each other look like the worst person on the show. Big Ed saying that the way that she treats Usman, she treats him like he's like he's a goat. And um, and then she gets all and they're fighting, 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 fighting. Now, here's what was edited out. Please, I want all the American ladies to tell me about this. Is there yes, how every American lady behave do when you do not open that can of worms? You say things do not. that are totally. There are some things that Lisa said to me. Even my enemy, I cannot say that. Even my own enemy. Let me tell you something. Let me call me enemy. I can't call you them. Listen, if you open a can of worms, if I listen, if you listen, of recent last week, Lisa, you call me me. Which I know it is totally inappropriate in America. But you call me Nita. I don't even get angry about that because I'm used to the way how you are behaving. But see, but let's see, let's see, see, see. No, let's see where this goes. You just opened that can of worms. Okay. All right. If that bitch comes for me because of you, it's going to get real ugly. Apparently, Lisa at some point called Usman the N-word. Oh. And Usman brings it up. So she does not deny that she said it. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that it got edited out is because TLC does not have her saying it on camera. Mm. So if TLC airs this footage of Usman saying, you called me the N-word, and it didn't even bother me that much because I'm so used to that type of behavior from you, but I want to know from other American women, is that a normal way to behave? Is that? And that's where we saw Avery come in and say, no, 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 that's not. That's what Avery was responding to. Okay. When he said, this is what happened, Lisa said this to me, called me this word. So, because TLC doesn't have it on camera, if they air the footage 
And then Lisa were to come back and categorically deny that it happened. And then what if she turned around and sued TLC for defamation of character and making a false allegation and they had to go to court? And the court said, all right, well, can you prove that she said it? She's saying she never said it. And then TLC would have to say, well, actually, no, we don't have it on film. We don't. So we can't prove that she said it. Then TLC would be facing a huge liability or the production company, Sharp Entertainment or whomever. So I think that's why it all got edited out. But luckily for us and the 187 Anonymous Instagram account, we have that edited scene that was not shown last night. So after finding this out, I will say I think Lisa is the most disliked person that has ever been on this show. Definitely. And I also think in light of, you know, the recent circumstances surrounding the United States, I think that might also have influenced their, you know, possible possibility to kind of... But I would counter argue that. I would say that given what's happening, now would be the time to shed light on the types of things that are still happening between two people who are even married to one another. I don't know if TLC wants that fight, like in their show though i don't know if they are gonna want because it could very easily go wrong yeah if you keep like think about uh how we also found out that jeffrey because he's done a uh interview recently where he said that you know the allegations against him back in january for the abuse of his ex-girlfriend or, i think it was june june i'm sorry june yeah. are categorically false that due to the covid situation he hasn't had a trial date but everything he'll be exonerated and that tlc has kept him off of the tell-all for that reason and that varia is basically doing a stand by her man situation where if he can't be on the tell-all then she can't be on the tell-all and i feel like they just don't want the drama legal drama on top of yeah drama. and jeffrey and varia by the way are now pledging that they are going to tell their the whole story their side of the story some i haven't seen it yet but right. as far as everything i've seen on social media they are going to do that at some point so now that might shed a little bit more light and context onto why everyone was so anti-Lisa, despite the fact that her behavior over the course of the season was pretty bad. Right. You didn't need more of an excuse to dislike Lisa at this point. Exactly. So as far as we know right now, Lisa and Usman are still married, but claim that they have blocked each other because that's a totally normal thing for married people to do. That's what married couples usually do. So they haven't broken up. They are still married, but they've blocked each other on social media. So <laughs> very strange. And apparently that all stems from a porn star. So I didn't know if she was a United States porn star who's following him or a Nigerian porn star. Does it matter? <laughs> Does it matter where like she's context. from? <laughs> just like Lisa also, by the way, reveals that she lets male and female strippers advertise on her on her facebook page which like is is that a thing yeah i don't know apparently that's okay though yeah and and like i said a lot has happened since they filmed that tell-all and again if you want to know like we're not going to spoil it but if you would like to know we are happy to tell you you can find me on facebook and i'll happily send you everything (laughs) um or like i said you can follow that 187 anonymous instagram account i think they have a video that explains the current state of things so after we get lisa and usman it is time to check in with lana and david david and lana oh my gosh man another couple that okay so they're still engaged but they're not together at like right now yeah that was very odd description david said that well we are still engaged but we're not together right now correct so we pick up with david trying to connect with lana she's not answering the phone he's hopping back on the paid site the site that he has to pay per minute 
to talk to Lana through, and he is still maintaining that she's not making any money off of this. Now, the part that I'm not surprised that Lana didn't show up last night. I'm not surprised that he hasn't talked to her in six days. I'm not surprised that he has to go back on this site and pay per minute to talk to her. What I am surprised about is how long this has been going on with him and these... Since so about you, 94, he said. Right. Before the internet, when you would get a catalog in the mail. Oh, that's so creepy. And you would flip through the catalog and just look at pictures of young girls. Right. Like, he didn't even say there was like a description or like a little blurb about, hey, this is my personality. He just said it was straight up pictures of girls and like probably a number like... And if that's not the creepiest thing, I don't know what is. Like, I would love if we have any psychotherapists or psychologists, psychotherapists, a, 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 a clinical psychologist who right. can tell us, is there actually some sort of mental illness associated with someone trying to pick out a partner just based on where they live and what they look like because, oh, she must be some sort of subservient, young, yeah, it makes less of a person and more of a thing it's more, or more like of an, an, item. Object, an object, right? Absolutely. Like an object that you obtain. So he goes on to reveal that he has made more trips to the Ukraine than we realize, way more than just the few when Upwards he tried of 20. to. He did five and or he's done five since he's met uh, Lana, since he's been trying over to, the seven years, over the seven years trying to connect with her. He's made five trips and he said over seven years, but he said that, you know, him and Lana, he's known her for a while, but they haven't really gotten like, I guess, close to where he's all in love until a little more recently. So it's a possibility that he's gone to the Ukraine or Russia even during those seven years to meet other women. Well, and we knew that too because we met Anya, who's someone that he met on right. one of his trips to the Ukraine. Then he reveals that he has talked to thousands, thousands of women since he started doing this, that he has spent upwards of two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand dollars on this. And I just feel like there's there's like something wrong with him. Absolutely. So he's been doing this since he said about ninety four. He's been doing it for about twenty five years at this point. He spent at least two fifty to three hundred thousand. So he's averaging about ten thousand dollars a year just on this whole Ukrainian Russian And then he gets so smug about it, like this is not a poor man's game. Like what are you talking about? Which if you see the couch that he has in right. his house, like Huh, homie, you ain't living like a millionaire. Well, that's because he spends all his money on Russian catalogs. Ew. And surprise, Caesar shows up. L look at Caesar <laughs> popping in. Now, again, a very interesting turn of events that Caesar reveals that he actually did meet Maria in real life. Yep. But that David has also talked to Maria. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what? Everything is just crazy. What? <laughs> Everything is nuts. And Everything it, it, it is nuts. It felt like they knew each other, kind of like, oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're part of a, a group of men <laughs> from the U.S. who traveled together to the Ukraine to try to meet these young girls. And it also makes more sense now why when David went to that cafe and was waiting for her, the woman at the cafe was like, uh, this happens all the time. I'll take those flowers. Right. <laughs> oh, and David's excuse for not pursuing anything with uh, Maria, which was Caesar. She was too high maintenance. She was too high maintenance. He talked to her for about 30 minutes. Eh, not my type. It sounds very much almost like speed dating, except these men go over and have conversations with these women, and then they ask to meet them in the town square, and it's so weird, so bizarre. And when you think about, so David met Anya, and he said that she wasn't interesting enough. She wasn't, you know, she was a little too low key. Maria was a little too high maintenance. So Lana is somewhere in the middle, which is kind of, you know, the the three bears in the porridge. It was just right, basically. That's right. That's right. And I'm guessing it's because she loves her nieces and nephews. 
nephews and and she's a family person she likes to work out that it, it sounds to me like he was looking for something so specific and she just ticked all the boxes so that's the one that's the one i want that's the one i'm gonna essentially stalk right because he went over there so many times to try to meet her and every single time she's like mm. it's kind of weird that you just showed up i'm yeah. not gonna meet you yeah and he also claims that the reason why because we all know now that she's still on these websites she's still talking to people absolutely that these people are actually her friends now and i don't believe that she doesn't have any other friends because she just moved to kiev which is the largest city and the capital of ukraine don't believe that either and so she has to talk to them because that's the only way she can kind of just you know relax and have friendly conversations and david claims that she doesn't make any money off of this which okay then why does she do it you can you can get on facebook you can get on all these different social media platforms and and they have groups and they have you know so yeah so that's so of course she's making money from this right i would think i mean i feel like she has i mean i guess there's a slim very very slim possibility the website basically offers these ladies an opportunity to meet someone who might bring them to america and so they don't get paid but i feel like probably not like you said not in this day and age when there's so much competition and there's so much ease of access right or she could sign up for like anastasia date or one of those other sites where they can send you money and flowers and all this other stuff side would stay in business by not offering these ladies anything but an opportunity to meet people who they could meet on their own accord so the ultimate irony is big ed trying to tell (laughs) david that you know he's an idiot and that that it's laughable that he actually thought that his relationship with lana was going to be real and that inner rage that we know oh david gosh. possesses definitely started to to rear well, its big ugly ed head was a lot like big ed has a super jerk button inside Being of him a where he, real jerk like he just would not shut it off like i was like okay big ed i get it but you can kind of calm down a little bit now he was antagonizing david on purpose on purpose so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and then we, we saw Yolanda weigh in. Yolanda said <laughs> that she just thinks David is in denial. Another laughable comment to come from someone who has also been living in denial. She said, well, mine was only seven months. His has been seven years. So That's true. And <laughs> keep in mind, Yolanda might be the smartest one of all of them because Yolanda hasn't spent a dime on the Williams as far she as we know. She has spent a dime. She's looking good. So, yep. you know, this might be a new opportunity She beat COVID-19. She beat COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> best life right now. Yeah, Yolanda's thriving. Let's just be clear. <laughs> so apparently the the tease coming into some other episode of an extension of the tell-all. Which I'm is not, coming late at night, by the way. It's not even coming on at 8 or 9 Like 11 or o'clock at night. And I'll be honest, if you're listening to this podcast right now, there is almost a 0% chance <laughs> I'm staying up till midnight to find out what this new episode is all about. So someone else might have to send me the Cliff Notes version. Alright, so this is going to conclude where we're at Part two of the tell all. We will be right back with a new episode as we jump into the new season of 90 Day Fiance the other way.